Hello friends, welcome to this episode of Life with Perimatics. My name is Perimatics and um, there was a podcast I, was wanted, I wanted to do yesterday, but I um, I already recorded it, but I think I didn't record it well, so I want to re-record it again. But today we are talking about prayer. Yes, we're, we're going um, spiritual today, we're talking about prayer. And... Um, uh, this podcast is inspired by, you know, a, a, a meeting I had with some young, some men yesterday in the evening. We watched um, this particular Christian foundational series called Alpha. And in one of the videos, or rather in the video, we one of the videos we watched, or the video we watched was about prayer and uh, when and how to pray. And the presenter, um, I don't remember his name now, but he's uh, an Anglican reverend. He talked about the situation in his life where um, he prayed so much and it seemed as if that God didn't answer his prayer. He was playing uh, tennis with his friend and, you know, uh, in the middle of the game, the friend collapsed, you know, with uh, a heart attack and then died. And um, according to him, this was one time in his life he felt he prayed so much and God did not respond to the prayer. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I am always intrigued by situations like this. Situations where he seemed as if that, you know, God didn't answer a prayer or didn't do something. And understanding the the position of the scripture and the position that Christ has laid down concerning us and our relationship with God, um, Christ made us to understand that even before we open our mouth to pray that God has answered, Christ made, made us to understand that we have also been given power to, you know, up, to uproot and to plant, basically to do and undo, right? According to some, some of the things Jesus shared with us. And we also saw Jesus um, do a lot of miracles in the scriptures in his time. And then we have also seen those miracles and even more replicated in our days and our times now. And I myself, I can't even begin to count how many testimonies and how many miracles that has happened by my own very hands in my own home or with my friends, you know. And I have seen God fight for me, vindicate me, um, cover me, do amazing miracles through my hand, through my lips. So I can't testify. I can't testify to the power and the presence of God and the vitality, the reality, the efficaciousness, the power of God that is residing in the human body. But the question is, what about the times when it didn't work? What about the times when we had an expectation it didn't happen? You know, I've also had times, you know, when, you know, things happened and it wasn't what I wanted to happen. And I, I was just thinking about it, thinking about what about the times that I was expecting something to happen, it didn't happen. 
you know, just like our friend who prayed and cried so much for his friend to wake up and didn't. And as I was thinking about this thing, I began to ask myself, what are the forms of answers to prayer? How does, first of all, is what types of prayer do we have? And what are the forms of the answers we get? I think those are the two questions I want to answer in this podcast. What are the forms of prayer? You know, the simple definition uh, that we have about prayer is that prayer is communication with God. So when you talk to God, you know, so, um, you know, people pray when they are agitated, when they are afraid, when they are scared, when they are worried, when they are confused. They just mutter a word of prayer to God. God, please help me. Da, 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 da. And then, you know, you say amen. You know, people, you know, pray. Mostly when people pray is when they are in trouble <clears throat> or when they are in a situation when a loved one is in the, is in the hospital or when they are sick. That's most when people pray, when they have a debt that something just beyond them but they can't help themselves. Then they remember God and remember to pray. People who have, you know, developed a deeper relationship with God, you know, in giving thanks and praise in prayer. So they just come into his presence or rather just open their mouth and just give thanks, right? So we have giving thanks from our prayer. We have asking, making requests and from our prayer. We have also interceding for other people, praying for other people, other people's um, concerns and challenges and situations, you know, so that is another form of prayer so number one giving thanks number two praying for your needs number three praying for other people's needs number four praying for forgiveness of sin asking for mercy and forgiveness of sin now this is also you know within the realms of people who have a deeper relationship with god they think they have offended him and they want to ask for mercy you know, Christians who think that something is not going on well in their life because of the sin they committed want to ask God for mercy. Oh, God, have mercy upon me. You know, forgive me. You know, um, a, a Christian who thinks he has or who has a, a, a deep relationship with God and then makes a mistake uh, wants to ask for mercy. Say, Lord, forgive me. Have mercy. A Christian who has probably made a vow to God, and that will be this, I will be that, that will be that, and then they fall short. They want to ask for mercy and say, Oh Lord, have mercy on me. Da 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 da. da. Right. So that is another form of prayer. Oh, you know, mercy. Right. <clears throat> so what form of prayer? What form of answer comes when you ask for mercy? What form of answer comes when you are in thanksgiving? What form of answer comes when you pray for other people's problems? What form of answer comes when you pray for your own problems? You know, Some of these prayers, the answers are not tangible. When you ask for mercy, what you get is peace. You get, you get peace that, oh God has forgiven me. <sighs> I feel better now, right? But sometimes you don't get right because it's a feeling and a feeling is mostly dependent on the knowledge you have about who you are speaking to or maybe you're looking out for a sign a sign to show that god has answered you maybe the bad situation turns good or god has answered right 
So these are the forms of prayer. There is one other form of prayer, which is which I don't necessarily call prayer. I call I call it declaration. I call it addressing matters, addressing circumstances, addressing issues. We also see Jesus do those type of prayers. So this time is not praying to God. No, it is speaking to things. And I don't know whether I should call it prayer or not. I'm not sure entirely if it's prayer. But we see Jesus do it a lot when he speaks to things. Speaks to situations. Speaks to circumstances. So many times what we are praying to God for is what he has given us the power to deal with. Don't forget, and I think we keep forgetting, that God is a spiritual being. And his manifestation is through human body. The way people we encounter God is by human beings. And I think we fail to understand that. And that is why we end up having some challenges and problems that we think God did not solve. God is a spiritual being. God has not permitted himself to operate on earth except a human being gives legality and legitimacy to that action. That's a divine action. So we see it all through in the scripture where um, Jesus had to come. He had to, God had to come. He had to come through Jesus. And, and that would be a human being born of a woman. Every time God wanted to save his people in the Old Testament, he had to raise a man and come into a communion, a relationship, a covenant with that man. So Moses, Abraham, Elijah, Elisha, named them David. These were all people who entered into some sort of relationship with God and God used them as a channel, a tool to be able to do the things he wanted to do. So we never see anywhere in the scriptures where God just walks autonomously except in creation. After creation, immediately God said, let's make man in our image and likeness. Let him, let them have dominion, da-da-da-da-da. Immediately God said that he handed over the power to operate on earth to human beings. So read through the scripture. Every time God intervened in the life of human beings, he was talking. He was in communion. There was consent from the human being. He was acting on an extended legality from the human being. Even though sometimes the the human being in question does not know that that's what they have done by bringing God. So every time you pray and you ask God for something, you are asking him to come into the situation. Right? Now, when God comes into this, when you bring in the presence and the power of God and the legality of going into that situation, you, you, what happens is, how am I going to explain this to you? Right? Hmm. Listen, imagine, hmm, hmm, hmm. okay, let's do this like this. Let me explain this like this. So, imagine that there is a place, there is a nation, and there is so much robbery and so much killing and so much chaos happening in the country. And because and the security agencies have been overwhelmed, so there's a particular, you know, maniac or there's a particular uh, evil that has ra- rampaged a nation or a city and it's not stopping. And the security agencies have been overwhelmed. 
And because of the crying out of the people, the government now makes a law that says every citizen is permitted to get a firearm and defend themselves. The government makes that law, signs it into bill, it is pronounced and declared all over the nation. You can now walk into the, uh, the nearest arms, arms shop, buy an arm for your, buy a weapon for yourself to defend yourself. Right? Now, if you as a human, as a citizen of that nation, didn't know about that information or that law, it doesn't change the fact that the law has been made and is in effect and some people are using it. If you as a citizen of that nation do not go out to buy a weapon to defend yourself, you would not say that the government didn't do something to protect you because the government is overwhelmed and has made a law that has empowered you to either hire private security or buy your own weapon and defend yourself, right? Now, let's liken that. When you pray, you call in the divine, you give the divine legality or the legal, the authority to operate in your space and in your life. Now, what God does is he makes available to you his resources, his, his angels, his power. He makes it available to you. Now, it is now your job to use that authority, that power, and to speak to the situation or to deal with the situation that you have found yourself in. Right? But what people do is that they want God to come down from heaven and come and fix the problem that they are in. Meanwhile, God has given them the capacity, the authority, the spiritual um, empowerment, enablement, angelic assistance, to deal with the situation, right? So, some of the things you are praying to God for to solve is things that you can solve with yourself, with your mouth, with your spoken word. Why? Because the Bible says that he has put his words in your mouth, right? The other part, so that is the one part. The other part of this whole discussion is listening and hearing what God is saying to you concerning the situation. Many times when we pray, we 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 act, we just dump, we the way we act is as if we just dumped the issue at God's feet and walk away. And we don't hear, listen to hear what the Lord is saying concerning it. Because sometimes what you're asking for is something that requires your action. But you might not know the right action to take. So you have to stay and listen for instruction. Because when you when people pray mostly is when something is beyond them. If something is beyond you, it just means that you are not, you have not come into that level of awareness where you have the knowledge you need to deal with that situation. When something is beyond you, it just simply means that you have not come into the awareness. You have not come into the consciousness of the next level. A problem is not solved at the level it was created. A problem is not solved at the level it was created. A problem 
is solved at, the, at a level higher than where it was created. You can only find the solution of a problem at a higher level, at a higher consciousness, above where that problem was where that problem was created. For every time man had to solve any of her problems, man had to elevate. Man had to elevate to a new level. And that elevation can come with new knowledge, new information, research, making mistakes, learning from the mistakes, and coming into, into new knowledge. Now, what if you can come into that new knowledge by just receiving from the supernatural, from the divine, without necessarily doing a trial and error, trial and error, like a scientist, and you find the solution. What if you can come into the knowledge of the solution you need to solve that problem by just connecting with a higher power by just listening to the spirit of God listening to the voice of God by just listening to for instruction for direction on what to do because one every problem that you will face in life is one direction short one correct direction short of the, the solution one information shut up the solution so what am I saying to you today that the other part of prayer is to listen and know what God is saying so now I go back to my friend the reverend whose friend fell in the you know, tennis court while they were playing He was in shock, perfectly understandable. He was in shock. But maybe what he could have done would have been to immediately lay hands on the man and jack him back to life like we have seen Jesus do and like we have seen happen in, in history. Another thing would have been to listen to the voice of God in that season to hear what is the Lord saying to me, should I him or what should I do because sometimes our action or inaction in a situation can cause the situation to either get bad or get better people have been saved from the jaws of death countless number of times by just the right action all over history even today people are being rescued from the jaws of death by just the right action Sometimes people die in our hands because we are waiting for help to come. When we are there, we can do something about it. What, what we want to do might be crazy, but it could be the solution that is needed at the time. A simple thing as declaring in the name of Jesus and pulling the person like a wake up can do it. Sometimes it could just be water. Sometimes it could just be a herb around, right? So what I'm saying is that we are, every problem that we face, we're just one information short. And God is speaking before, God speaks and he's speaking before a problem, in the problem, and even after the problem. You know, someone is asking me, what about, you know, um, commercial airplane crash you know 
what would I, what would somebody do? The truth is, God could have delivered you. God can deliver you from, can deliver from be, before that happens. God can instruct you not to enter that plane. You can have information and speak words and and guide that plane. Speak words against whatever the issue is, and you know supernaturally guard that guide that plane into safe land things get bad when we panic when we panic the devil takes because the devil thrives in confusion when we panic the devil comes into play that the confusion is the playground of the devil confusion panic it that is the playground of the enemy that is when the enemy wants you to be confused so that he can come and just finish off everything so what your job as a Christian to be confident in, the, in your God and get to the point where no matter the situation you are composed and your heart is connected to the Father and you are eager to hear what the Lord is saying about the situation and you swing into action immediately. Thank you for listening to me today. Um, I know this was long, but I, I had a bleeding in my heart really share these things. God bless you. Have an amazing day. Bye.